0: Hey guys, it's Melissa here from Oatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today we are very honored to have a special guest with us. We have Miss Kira Polson, who is the author of Rise Up and Awaken to the Joy of Being Human, and also has her own podcast, The Awaken Podcast. And I am very, very excited to talk to her today. So welcome, Kira. Mm,
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. No problem.
0: I'm really excited to talk to you. So why don't you just start by telling our listeners a little bit about who you are? Because I think that you're um, so interesting what you do. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, I would love to. So I am a mother to five kids. And at the same time, I have this crazy love for spirituality and for business. So I am a healer by nature. That's a something I've done for a really long time. And I created a spiritual entrepreneurship course that is Combining spirituality, healing, and business, and that is what I thrive on. I love it. I could talk about it all day long. Um, I'm also an author. I have a book that just come. It just came out in a Kickstarter, so it's actually not purchased. You can't purchase on Amazon yet. It will be available twelve twelve, but it's called "Rise Up and Awakened: The Joy of Being Human." Super excited about this movement of waking up joy, even in the midst of suffering. And uh, I love all things spiritual. So my Waken podcast is everything I love. Just talking about the divine, talking about creation, talking about awakenings. I think
0: that it's interesting your book is dropping on 1212. Did you pick that date or was that chosen
1: for you? <laughs> I pick all the magical dates. So I definitely picked that date. So now, what does
0: 12,12 signify for you? Um, I know I've read angel numbers and all of those things, but can you tell our audience like, why did you pick 1212? What does that number signify?
1: So for me all angel numbers are just it's how my angels work with me it's it's like anytime i get a prompting a push like a nudge i look at my phone it's always an angel number so i know i've done all the research on them but really it's it's just activating some magic around the launch. So I launched the Kickstarter 1111, which is like the most magical day of all time. And that is such a beautiful portal of light and magnetism. So I launched the Kickstarter project then, and I knew I wanted people to get it by December. So I was like, it's going to go live 1212 because we're going to use all the angel numbers to bring this message of joy to the earth. (laughs) I
0: love that. I love that. That is so great. So tell us a little bit about how you work with spiritual
1: entrepreneurs and what do you do as a healer? Like, how did you get started as a healer? So I grew up in a pretty interesting family. Both my parents are healers and of different natures. My dad does some pretty intense, amazing work through muscle testing. My mom does, she's an energy mastery healer. So I was raised in this world. It was just definitely a part of my, my makeup. And so, um, i've been healing for a very long time and i love it and and then i like woke up to this love of business like equally love of business and uh i realized oh my gosh all these amazing healers that i know all these shamans all these coaches all these light workers why are they not succeeding at the level that we need them to succeed cuz that's how i believe i believe we need all the light leaders to have successful businesses So we can make a massive impact of light. And that's when the spiritual entrepreneur was born, where I put everything I've learned. I mean, I've spent more money than I can even tell you on coaches and programs. And I took everything that I learned, put it into a digital course that is so easy to understand. And then I put in all my spiritual tools. So I've got some weird tools. I'm not going to lie. Like I have some weird things that I do, but they work. And so I put all the spiritual tools in there, but there was a piece missing. And the piece that I see missing is healing. And the reason why I think most entrepreneurs do not succeed, it's because their old stuff shows up. So old belief systems like trauma comes in, thwarts their path. They can't succeed. So the healing is really critical that my entrepreneurs are doing it so that every day they're clearing out the mess that's in their chakras. And so it birthed this really fun program that I'm just passionate about.:
0: I got chills when you were describing your
1: program. I was going to ask you,
0: what do you think is the number one reason that healers don't succeed in business? Um, and then you answered that question, um, do you think that there's any other reason that they're not succeeding, Or do you think that is the absolute reason is all of the limiting beliefs and old conditions that they're still holding on to?
1: No, I really actually believe the top reason because healers of all people have already, they're already doing their work, right? Like I just give them a whole nother practice to be doing, but most healers and most coaches have spent years doing their work. What stops them is that they can't understand the language of business. Like it's actually like a barrier and and that's why I teach it through the language of spirituality. I'm like, let me teach you business through the tools you relate to, not through all this business jargon that I watch their eyes glaze over and they shut down, right? So that's actually, I think the top reason why most light leaders don't succeed is because they hate business.
0: I think that is a really Interesting and valid point that you bring up because I know for myself in my own business, a lot of things I do, I've had to go and research, you know, how to market, how to do Facebook ads, how to do all of these things. And it would be great if you could hire out people because there are always people around who want you to pay them money to do it. And that's great, but when you're first starting, you don't always have the capital to be hiring people out to do things in your business. And I think that what you say is so true. I think I myself personally, I know that when I go to watch a tutorial or something about Facebook ads, and then they start talking about the pixel and the this and the this, and you're like, all I I just wanted you to explain to me how to put an ad in, but now I don't know (laughs) what you're talking about at all. So I can totally see. And to me, you're almost like not even just helping them to get past the the stuff they have, but it's almost like you're a translator. You know, I teach language also, I'm a a German teacher um, during my day job right now. And uh, so to me, I think that's a lot of what you're doing is making, you're doing what a lot of teachers do is you're making the content business and all of that meaningful
1: and relevant to the people you work with, which is awesome. I've never thought of that. And when you said that, I got goosebumps, like, oh my gosh, yes, this is what I do. And this is why I think I have so much passion. So when I was creating The Spiritual Entrepreneur, this, um, because everything I create just feels very divinely given. And I remember even just, I was driving down the road out here. We live in the middle of nowhere in Idaho, and I was driving down the road, looking at the trees and out of nowhere, the words came in my body this spiritual entrepreneur and I just started to cry and I knew, oh my gosh, this is what I have to create. So I'm creating it one day. And then the words came in a sacred revolution within business and leadership. And it was like, this is the shakeup. The shakeup is what if we have leaders and businessmen and women who are actively creating guided by the divine? I mean, there's massive difference.
0: talking about
1: that you know what we were
0: talking about this the other day i was talking with some teacher friends and we were talking about how important leadership is and i think the traditional leadership for so many years has always been you know it's the hierarchy and we tell you what to do and you don't have a lot of control and when you're in business and you're with a bad leader it goes all the way down. And it affects morale and it affects everything. And I think that so many CEOs and leaders of corporations would benefit from mindfulness and from all of the spiritual elements that really, that we teach
1: and that we're practicing right now. I think that is so true. Mm, Yes, I agree with you. And that's why I, I see this like magic happening. Like, When we can teach the light leaders and the spiritual workers and the healers, we teach them how to be successful at business. They just become the new leaders.
0: I think we need way more of that. And I love your book, Rise Up and Awaken to the Joy of Being Human, because right now, I think we need that so much. Everyone is seeing the darkness and everything that's going on, because I've been talking about this with my podcast listeners for a long time we're going through a huge shift right now where we are raising our frequencies, but we're seeing within that a lot of darkness around us. It's like we're calling up all of the darkness to then bring light to it, but all people are seeing right now, they're not seeing the light, they're seeing the darkness, and I think it makes them anxious and depressed and and all of these fear-based energies, Um, and I know I see it in my own children too. They're 18, and Off in college, and it's really affecting them. And I know that it's affecting a lot of people right now. So I love that you wrote this book. Can you tell us a little bit more about
1: it? Yeah, it's um it it was really interesting. I had no intention of writing a book this year. Um my son actually had COVID. We definitely went through it over here this summer, and I was laying on his bed sleeping with him. And I had this vision and I I can only call it a vision. And what it was, was I just had this experience of going through human life and making it back to the other side. And as soon as I got there, I got super angry. And I said, I missed the whole thing because I was suffering. And it was like, the words came like, you're missing the ride. And then immediately I saw everything that needed to go in this book. And so soon after I started to just bring this book alive and it's, it's, it's so interesting. Like this book is a little collective, like it's so many different pieces. There's six chapters that are going to walk you through principles of how to raise yourself from a state of vibrational frequency of suffering into feeling good. Like how do we get people just feeling good? And once they feel good, we can feel joy. So there's just actual tools and principles they can learn at the beginning of this. Then there are, I hired the most phenomenal artist who took all these visions that I had of people having joy, moments that every person has had, and she created artwork so that as people are going through this book, they see the image, it triggers a memory inside of them where they had once felt joy. And then I have 30 days of journaling, morning and evening. The questions are preparing you in the morning on how you're going to take care of yourself that day, how you're going to activate joy, the end of the day helps you clear out any suffering so that you can go to bed feeling good. So there's, it's an all-inclusive, very uh, collective kind of experience. And then I even um, felt inspired to put these animal mandala coloring pages every 10 pages to get people to slow down and do something that feels joyful. So my hope is that this book won't just be a book. This book is going to actually activate joy in people's cells.
0: We definitely have some really great tools for doing that. I love the the fact that you included images that evoke joyful memories from people. Because I feel like oftentimes we forget, we can immediately go back to a place of joy anytime we want. It's there for us to access always but we get so focused on, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do that. And we get in that mindset and don't realize you can stop at any minute, any moment in your day and turn it around by thinking about a pleasant memory, thinking about a joyful memory and the feelings that It evokes, so the fact that you included that in your book is awesome. And then the coloring pages, my daughter would love that. She would absolutely love that. That has helped her a lot through her anxiety was just slowing down and and focusing on the task at hand of coloring. And she discovered that
1: she really likes art Mm. through that. So That's so beautiful. Art, you know, I love art. So much. I'm so sad. I'm not an artist. I mean, I am in many ways, but not a traditional artist. And so, to collaborate with an artist who is able to take my visions and bring them earthbound exactly as I would want, or even better, was it was just delicious. It was so fun.
0: It would be very satisfying because I really appreciate art and love it too. But I cannot draw a stick figure with a, a ruler and <laughs> <to> pencil. <laughs> I had to take art in seventh grade and my art teacher was like, oh gosh, you are a challenge. But (laughs) I like it and I like it when I see it. So I can appreciate that other people have
1: talents like that. So that, that would be very satisfying to see, I'm sure. It was, it was so fun. And I think what I want people to do is be able to go through this journal of 30 days. And you know, like I know, anytime you can rewire your brain, to feel a certain way, to experience things a new way for an amount of time, 30 days for sure, you're going to now start to feel differently. We're like creating new pathways in the brain, pathways that help you go to joy first and not suffering. And that's really my hope for people.
0: I think we, like I said before, need so much of that. No to feel that way. And many of us, I know I was raised by a mother who always looks for the, the dark cloud in every situation and here's something and automatically goes to worst case scenario. And even now, you know, she's battling through an illness and we get good news. And then they say it's something, you know, how doctors have to keep it real with you. Like, well, here's what could happen. And then immediately it's, I'm not gonna make it through. This is gonna be so bad. And it's a battle and it's been a battle for so long. I keep trying to tell her your lesson is that you are supposed to learn how to look on the bright side and how to be positive and how much that really affects your journey, you know, and your you know, she's suffering because she, I don't think it's that she wants to but she's allowing it because that is the only way that she's ever known life And it's sad because you see it and you think, I I don't ever want to be that way. Like, I don't want to experience life like that. So I think that this will help a lot of people realize that oftentimes our suffering is needless because it's at our own hands. We create our own mental prisons through our thoughts. So retraining people is really important, and I think that this is something that needs to happen in a massive shift like so much this is something they should be teaching in school
1: i agree i agree and i don't think your mom is alone in that experience i feel like that's actually the majority of humans the majority of humans i mentioned this in my book you know, it would be weird for most people to get on the phone with somebody and tell them like, oh, it was like the best day. My favorite song came on the radio. And then I had my comfy slippers on today. And it's just so fabulous. Like people would be like, oh, I don't even know how to receive that. But if they were like, oh, my husband didn't take out the trash and my kids are so annoying and I might lose my job. The other person would be like, yeah, I get it. And it's like, we're conditioned. To accept the suffering, and we're not conditioned to know how to deal with people's like joy, you know. Yeah, you're absolutely right. People would be like, "What are you
0: talking about?" If you wanted to talk about all of the happy things that happened to you, that's so true. That is true. That almost sounds like a skit or something on Saturday Night Live, or you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Debbie downer, but the opposite. So, (laughs) and it, and it's so interesting because really when we stop for a minute, we get to see that there are moments of joy. Maybe it was like a Hawk flew over and you had this moment of like, Oh, look at that Hawk. And then like, maybe at one time of the day, there was like leaves that blew through the air and you like caught it. But if we're not seeking it, we're not capturing it. And so what happens is that the suffering gets most of the attention. And so what my goal is is like let's have more attention on the joy. And if we have more attention there, that begins to be the feeling you have most.
0: Because you're cultivating the joy
1: and not
0: saying I'll be happy when, but choosing I'm going to be happy. I'm happy now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's that's a difficult concept, especially for I think most people who are used to being very pessimistic. I think it's hard for those kinds of people to shift their mindset. And I always tell people it's possible. It is absolutely possible. It takes a little bit of time and practice because it's sort of like when you get in a whirlpool and you start going one direction, the longer you go that direction, the harder it is to turn around and go the other way. But it is
1: possible. It's still possible. That is a good analogy. I've never heard that. I like that. hmm so now let's talk about your podcast a little
0: bit, the Awaken podcast. So what kinds of things do you talk about on your podcast?
1: Well, I've just hit 75 episodes, which means that it's kind of changed, right? Like who I was when I started this podcast is not who I am now. And when we began, it was all people's awakenings, like their awakenings and what that looked like and how it felt. And every now and then that's where we go. But I feel like more so nowadays the episodes are just directed by the divine. So sometimes we talk about awakening. Sometimes we just talk about how the divine works through us. My biggest, my biggest desire for my podcast is that when someone listens, they find themselves somewhere in the story and they see what's possible for them. They see the miracles that can happen. They see what happens if they hook into the light of the divine. If they start truly stepping into their gifts, what is possible. And it's fun because every week really is its own flavor. It kind of shifts and alters per what that week needs. I can totally
0: understand that because I think back to when I started my podcast and I had like 10 listeners <laughs> And it was just me talking <laughs> about different things um, and then I started having guests and then it sort of shifted and has evolved to what it is today uh, but I think that that's what keeps it interesting and you're on a journey so it it is essentially you being on your journey and of course journeys are not straight lines we we have to veer this way and that way to get through our journey so the fact that, You're sort of taking people with you on your journey as a cool experience. I love that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think those who've been with me from the beginning, they they do feel like they're a part of my life because every week is, it's almost like a little bit of a journal in a way, you know, and I, I think it's fun. I always find it
0: interesting. Maybe you have the same thing when my listeners will send me a message and throw my own words back at me. <laughs> they'll say, well, you remember in this episode, you said this. And I was like, oh, I realized
1: people were actually listening to what I said. That's so beautiful. And then you're like, well, that was really smart. <laughs> I'm really glad I said that. I love that.
0: Same with students too though I remember we were doing a test when I taught English one year it was teaching of mice and men and I was trying to get them to understand the character of Curly and why he did what he did and I said well he was sort of like Napoleon you know he had the short man syndrome where he had something to prove constantly and so then they took the test and one of the questions was a writing was essay and was described curly and they all wrote down he was like napoleon and had short means
1: <laughs> like that's oh what God. you all
0: got <laughs> <laughs> they pick up bits and pieces here and there it's always oh, no. funny to, to look back and go yeah those those were my exact words <laughs> right Well, so if people want to buy your book or if they want to work with you or follow you or listen to your podcast or all of the above, how can they do that?
1: Honestly, the easiest way is to just go to my Instagram, Kira Polson. Uh, I've got all the links to purchase my book from my Kickstarter. They can book a call with me to talk about the spiritual entrepreneur, the spiritual entrepreneur is, you know, more than just a course. We have a mastermind of women. It's phenomenal. So if they want to learn about that, they can just book a call with me, my website. I'm not going to lie because I'm in such high creation all the time. I do not stay up with adding everything on there yet. So they can go over to carepolson.com. It's really pretty. It's really nice, but it's definitely not going to have what they need. (laughs)
0: want to see her pretty website you can go over there (laughs) if you want to look at it it's super pretty (laughs) but yeah so Instagram is the best way and I'm gonna have the links of course for your social media and your pretty website if they want to go look at that so do you have any parting words of wisdom or any advice that you
1: would like to give our listeners today? Well, as it is three, three, three at this exact moment from my computer, I, I would say that my words of wisdom is that you are not alone, that you have an extraordinary amount of support from a spiritual team from the divine who knows you, loves you, sees you. And that as you connect in As you choose to ask for guidance, paths that you would have never imagined will open up. You'll be able to see the gifts that you were created to be here with and how they start to play in your life. And so my invitation is that every person who's listening right now, spend some time on their own today. Spend some time reaching up to the divine in whatever way that is for them and asking for a path to show up and that right there is magic because amazing things happen when we ask
0: I love that I love that so much I think that is so absolutely true we have to spend some time slowing down I get so many people who say I can't hear the guidance I don't get the guidance and then I always say you're slowing
1: down or taking
0: time to listen to it. And that is a key component is you definitely have to sit in some silence with yourself in order to be in alignment with all of that. So that is excellent advice. Thank you very much for that.
1: It was pretty beautiful that it was at three three three. I was like, oh, it's just so magical when that happens. And the thing is, I saw three,
0: three, three. We were in different time zones. It's Four three three here, but earlier I was getting a cup of coffee and I was thinking about the interview, and and the time was three 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 on my clock as well. So I saw it today, too. So
1: crazy Mm. magic is moving through this episode today. Right, that is right. And hopefully, your words
0: will reach people who needed to hear it. And
1: maybe um, if your book
0: will bring them joy and help them to learn how to, you know. Focus on what's good in life instead of the suffering, uh, needless suffering. I have to add. Um, maybe, you know, that is the magic for today is that you've helped someone who's listening. I always say, if I help one person, it was worth
1: it. So, always, always. Mm-hmm. And I think as people listen to this today, I think if they can just find something today that feels good, like I have cozy slippers on right now feels so good right anything that can help them feel good they will move into the realm of joy easier
0: absolutely this morning i woke up 10 minutes before my alarm was supposed to go
1: off and i was so comfortable
0: i didn't you know i wasn't going to go back to sleep because i knew 10 minutes it's not really that much but i just sat there and just yeah. said thank you for this comfortable bed it feels amazing I love that I can just lay here and enjoy this. So it's just the little things like that when we learn how to slow down and really appreciate what we have, we call in more amazing things to have.
1: Hmm, Beautiful, beautifully said.
0: Well, thank you so much for being here with us and you are welcome to come back anytime.
1: Thank you. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: It was a pleasure. And I want to thank all of my listeners today for being here with us. As always, you can go to the show notes and click on any of the links to follow Kira, to get her book, to go to her beautiful website. And just to find any information about uh, this episode and about her. And I want to thank you for following me and for listening to this podcast. As always, if you like it, please subscribe. Please leave me a positive review from wherever you're listening you can leave me some stars on itunes or share it with someone you think it might benefit that is so helpful to me and for the entire planet it helps the collective to help people heal so thank you so much for that you can follow me on social media i go live mondays at 6:30 central on facebook where i do a free card reading if you show up for the live, I will pull an individual card for you as well. I also post vi- videos to Instagram and I have free guided meditations on my YouTube channel. So go check all of that out. If you wanna work with me, you can go to my website, melissaopen.com. There you'll see all of the services I offer and you can purchase a session directly from the website. All of my sessions are done online through Zoom. So you never have to leave the comfort of your own home. Thank you guys so much for being here with us. I am sending you so much love and light, and I hope that you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. Bye, guys.